What's going on, everybody? I'd like you. I'd like to welcome all of my beautiful listeners back to Drew Kelly's philosophy. It's been a great. It's been a pretty good day. You know, I I I, I went for a run, ate some chicken and onions, vegetables. Feel pretty great right now, and so I want to record an episode today to give you some insight into this quote find it i found it quite interesting to think about this quote haven't thought about it too extensively but it's by a man by the name of william of ockham and he writes entities should not be multiplied unnecessarily okay so a few few a few ideas pop into my head when I read this, entities should not be multiplied unnecessarily. So, okay, let's let's d- discover what an entity encompasses, what an entity could be. So, an entity could be any. I think every living or non non living. I think uh, I th- I think I'm, I I believe a human being is an entity because i think entity is such a vague or rather such an over overarching term that it does encompass human beings okay so entities should not be multiplied unnecessarily but then we went into we run into a problem which is okay well is any is the act of reproducing any human being ever unnecessary so put a put another way if a woman becomes pregnant and that that pregnancy goes go goes to term and that woman gives birth to a child that would be he or she the child would be an entity okay is it is it ever the case that a birth is unnecessary no because if you believe in the essential Judeo-Christian value of every human being is inherently worth all the souls of, of the earth. So there is a divinity, there is, a, there is an innate divinity and an innate inherent worth of every human being. Every human being is infinitely valuable. Then by this logic, a birth would not ever be unnecessary because every person deserves a a the right to pursue life liberty and the pursuit of happiness as stated stated in the declaration okay so another thought comes to mind entities that should not be multiplied unnecessarily so when writing for example i will argue one of the most important activities that humanity could ever engage himself himself or herself with is writing super valuable if you're writing if your writing is valuable inherently so okay well you should not repeat yourself you when writing you should not use words unnecessarily so on this topic right at assumption university i was exposed to this idea by professor le pen I remember he retired 
on the Cape, Massachusetts, but that's another story. It's very beautiful. But he mentioned a quote by this other writer, philosopher, theologian, that it actually requires more energy to write less. And it seems counterintuitive, but let me explain. So verbal diarrhea on paper will likely involve a copious amount of words and sentences and complex compound sentences that are probably you know run on sentences that make sense but it doesn't the the writing itself lacks that succinct coherency that is a product of careful deliberation and careful analysis of really what you're writing and the process of writing and rewriting and rewriting again because there's no such thing as great writing there's only great rewriting so if we if we take a look at this quote right and we say okay you shouldn't repeat yourself you should do yourself and the world a service by writing less but the words that you do produce should be packed with as much responsibility as possible. So like, instead of employing a thousand employees, you should employ only 300 employees, but have each and every employee carry as much load as he or she can, can, can possibly carry. Another thought that comes to mind is don't break don't 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 try to fix what's not broken and i know that we've heard that saying before there's a reason why it's a saying a saying is a saying because there is some inherent value to it so let's pick that apart a bit okay so you shouldn't break what's not i'm sorry you should not try to fix what's not broken i could think of intimate relationships right if you are not unhappy, right? But you're not necessarily happy. My thought is some people will try to tell you to not even attempt to change your relationship because you're not unhappy, right? But you're not happy. So, mm, okay, I don't, I, I don't really think this example applies too much to to the quote i mean to be quite honest with you this this is a challenging quote let me let me see if i can think of any sort of stories i can tell based on this quote entities should not be multiplied unnecessarily hmm darn this is challenging Let's read it again. Okay. Entities should not be multiplied unnecessarily. So then that even calls into question what we're really referring to. I mean, I think we can refer to anything that can be multiplied, right? To not be wasteful. Perhaps Mr. William of Ockham is calling people to action to not be wasteful. Perhaps he's calling to not produce too much that is not necessary. Perhaps he is attempting to tell people that you should not speak 
too much too often because some of those words or those thoughts are unnecessary and maybe he's calling people to to only use and produce and reproduce what is truly valuable so i think that is a good call to action because food especially in the 21st century modern day united states and i'm sure other countries waste food as well let's not waste food let's not waste resources let's not waste and and one last thought that i that i have and you know jordan peterson has mentioned this and and it is a biblical verse and if you don't believe in the bible that's a whole other story but you cannot deny that it is the greatest piece of literature to ever be produced and uh, it sells more copies per year than any other book ever so there's some sort of uh inherent value to that even if you think it's if it's just a worthless piece of antiquated paper that is so outdated that your great 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 grandmother like won't even read it then we're not really talking to you but if you do believe in the veracity and the value of the bible don't cast your pearls before swine something to that effect perhaps in the gospels so basically andrew if you are at a bar and you meet this woman and she rips the Bible and perhaps the veracity of the Bible in half and is saying things like, well, you know, men wrote the Bible to try to keep women oppressed. Andrew should not necessarily try to convince her about the veracity of the bible because why would he why why would he right i mean to spread the word spread the word of god yes of course but to a willing recipient don't cast your pearls before swine guys girls gals people non non non-binary folk if you've enjoyed this podcast please like comment share interact with it do whatever help me out if you, if, 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 you, if you like the content, please feel, feel free to DM me. And as always, have a great day. Have a great night. Talk to you soon.